0: last week and we began talking about the life of Abraham a man whose life continues to impact the world today you say now brother Eddie why are we talking about Abraham Abraham is is an old testament guy yes he was he was an old testament guy his name is mentioned 161 times in the old testament which makes him pretty important as far as the old testament goes but Abraham's also mentioned 70 times 70 times in the New Testament. I didn't know that until this week when I looked it up. Uh, And he's used in the book of Hebrews as one of the supreme examples of faith in all the Bible. Uh, And so this week we're going to talk about this man Abraham and how his life can impact eternity, but we're going to talk about his journey of faith. And as we talk about his journey of faith, we're also going to think about my journey of faith and your journey of faith. Now, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, you see, we're in the New Testament. You realize last week when we started talking about Abraham, we were in the New Testament, not the Old Testament, but the New. And in Hebrews eleven eight, we read, By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed, that's a mouthful, by faith. Abraham, when he was called, obeyed, going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. In other words, there was a time in his life when he answered the call of God to take the journey of faith. If you are following God, and I hope you are, there is a journey of faith in your future. Uh, in fact, the very first stirrings of God in a person's heart require that that person uh, take a journey of faith. It may, be, it may begin with small steps that may seem huge at the time. God, you're asking me to do that. Uh, for many people, it begins with a decision to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord will speak to your heart just as a day came Uh, When uh, God called Abraham, He will call you. He'll call you to take a journey of faith. But when we look at, at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed. If you just look at that verse, it doesn't give us the full picture of the timeline of Abraham's obedience. In fact, as we began looking at Abraham's life, we saw that his journey of faith was first... A journey delayed. That's right. It was delayed. Because last week we looked at Acts chapter 7, verse 2, when Stephen, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, The God of glory, the God of heaven, the God of glory, appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Leave your country and your relatives and come into the land that I will show you. That was the first time that Abraham heard from God. He didn't just hear from God. He experienced God, and he did nothing. He stayed right where he was. Now isn't that the case with some of you? At at one time in your life, you can remember a time when God clearly spoke to your heart. You had an experience with God. You knew what He wanted you to do. Maybe you knew that He wanted you to follow Jesus, but you stayed right where you were. You sat in your seat and did nothing. God called you to take a journey of faith, and like and you've never taken it like Abraham. Yours is a journey delayed. Now, if we look back at the book of Genesis, we see that about the same time God was speaking to Abraham, Abraham's daddy, his daddy, this was a grown man still living in his daddy's house, he was a millennial. Get get the point. He was still living in his daddy's house, still living in his daddy's tent, still living with the family. His daddy decided to move the family to Canaan. Now imagine the moment when Terah, Abraham's father came and said to him, now get the picture, Abraham had God of, the God of glory appear to him. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know the circumstances, I just know the Bible tells us that God appeared to Abraham and said, get out of here, I've got something I want you to do, I've got somewhere I want you to go. And he didn't do anything. And then his daddy comes, and he says, we're moving to Canaan. Now, can you imagine what a confirmation that was for Abraham? God had spoken to him. His daddy says we we're moving. And if God called you once and you didn't obey, you can probably remember a time when you heard that call again. Somehow God confirmed it. Maybe that's happening today. So the Bible says, and we looked at this verse last week. It's on the screen. Genesis eleven thirty-one. They went out together together from Ur of the Chaldeans in order to enter the land of Canaan, and they went as far as Haran and settled there. You said, Brother you said that last week. I know I said it last week, but I need you to see this again. Because they did move, but they didn't move all the way. Now, his daddy didn't know he was supposed to move all the way to Canaan, but Abraham knew. Now, have you ever followed God part of the way, but not all of the way? Well, probably More than a few of us have made that mistake. And what I want you to see about Abraham, as we talk about his life, we talk about these these people of God, and we think, hey, these are great giants of the faith. They are, but they were ordinary people, just like you and me. And they made some of the same mistakes that we make. Now, they went as far as Haran. Do you know what Haran means? Uh, It means parched. In other words, they went to a parched place and they settled there. Have you ever noticed that when when you follow God only halfway, you settle for a parched existence outside the will of God? And so Abraham went to Haran and he didn't hear from God again until he was 75 years old. Everybody here is living in one of three places. You're either living in Ur, that's where Abraham was born, in Ur of the Chaldees, a land of death and darkness outside the will of God. You're either living in Ur, where Abraham was before God called him, or you're you're living in Haran, a parched place, somewhere between the world and where God wants you to be, and you're miserable, or you're living in Canaan, the land of promise, where God can bless you. So where are you? Could it be today God is calling you to make a journey of faith? So Abraham was just a man, so like most of us, there was a time when God called, and he didn't answer, but thankfully God gave him another opportunity, and I want us to consider that opportunity under the heading, The Journey Begins. And now you can open your Old Testament to Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, and we can begin talking about Abraham's journey of faith. I'm going to call him Abraham, although the, Lord calls, the Bible calls him Abram, but he's Abraham to us. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. Now God speaks on His timing. If He spoke to you in the past and you, and you didn't respond... If He spoke to you in the past and you didn't respond, you don't get up one morning and say, Well, God, I'm ready to talk now. Because God doesn't talk to you on your timing. God doesn't talk to you. He doesn't speak to you when you get ready. God speaks on His timing. And if you ignore what God's saying to you today, it may be days or weeks or months or years before God speaks a second time. So God called Abraham a second time, but it was in God's timing, not Abraham's. This time he was ready, and as we read in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, he obeyed, he went. God still had a plan and a purpose for Abraham's life. It was a plan not to be underestimated, and this time Abraham understood it was a plan uh, not to be disobeyed, but to be followed. I'm glad, personally, personally glad that we serve a god who gives second chances i'm so thankful for that he gives second chances and third chances and fourth chances and sometimes more but you need to be warned that there are times when god brings us to our last chance what if today is your last chance god is speaking he's calling you to a journey of faith will you go or will you stay right where you are and miss God's plan for your life? And for some of you, that could mean missing heaven. And this is your last chance. So Abraham began his journey. He answered the call of God. And now we need to consider the requirements of that journey. Man, what am I going to have to do if God calls me? What am I going to have to do? That's the question that Abraham had to be asking so we look at chapter 12, verse 1 again. The Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. The first word out of the mouth of God to Abraham all those years later renewed what he told him to do the first time. Go. There was a place to go to, but there was also a place and people to go from. Years after hearing nothing from God, uh, God spoke again, clearly called Abraham to follow. He obeyed, and it was a moment that marked the rest of his life. Not only did it mark the rest of his life, but it marked the rest of Bible history. And not only the rest of Bible history, but it has marked the rest of history from that day to this, and it will till the end of time. That's also true for you. The moment that you are obedient to God will have an impact on all of history from the moment you make that step until the end of time, really all, all into eternity. The call of God was clear and it was specific and it required a measure of faith in the one who was calling, and that's God. Abraham was to leave that which was familiar, his country, He was to leave those who he counted as his family, his relatives. He was to leave his father's house, and he was to follow God to a land that God would show him. Now, there's something in in this verse we need to consider, and it's this, and you'll see it in the next verses as we read verses 1 through 3 as a group. When God calls you, He's not asking you to accomplish anything. Not a thing in the world. You say, I'm afraid to follow God because I'm afraid if I did, He might require something of me I couldn't do. God will never require you to do anything. All He will require you to do is to follow Him and be obedient to Him. He will do the rest. So here's Abraham. The Bible says he went out, in the book of Hebrews we read, he went out not knowing where he went. Do you have the faith to follow God without knowing where God will lead you? And remember, uh, the call to follow God is not a call to a destination. Never a call to a place. It's a call to a relationship. It's a call to God himself. Uh, Where God leads you is secondary. Do you understand that? The fact that I'm in Loosdale, Mississippi, instead of Hamilton, Alabama, is secondary. God sent me here, I believe that with all my heart, but it's secondary the place is secondary to the relationship God wants me to have with him. He calls us to himself. So if he's calling you to be to China to be a missionary, he's not calling you to a place, he's calling you to himself. God has something to show you about himself that you will only discover as you take that journey of faith. So now we look at verses 1 through 3 of Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. Please notice everything that God says he will do and everything that God says Abraham has to do. And you'll notice that the only thing God said Abraham had to do was to go forth. And then he said to the land which I will show you and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you, I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. And if you look carefully at those verses, you clearly see that the only requirement that rested on the shoulders of Abraham was to have the faith to follow God. The call of God, when it comes to a person's life, always carries with it, the promise of God's activity. The results depend on God. All you have to do is simply obey. Finally, this is the end of the sermon. We need to ponder the potential of the journey. And here's where the rubber really meets the road and what you need to think about. Because you're not thinking about anymore Abraham's journey of faith, although we're going to mention it. What you're thinking about is your journey of faith. What is the potential of that journey? Well, if you look at the last part of verse 3, you see the potential of Abraham's journey. Look at what God said. And in you, all, all the families of the earth will be blessed. The impact of Abraham's obedience would have a ripple effect that would impact eternity. All the families of the earth would be blessed by Abraham's simple obedience to the call of God. Back in the 1800s, a man named Hudson Taylor answered the call of God to go to China and founded the China Inland Mission. Tens of millions of lives have been impacted by the obedience of Hudson Taylor. Mordecai Ham. How many of you know who Mordecai Ham is? Anybody know who Mordecai Ham is? Mordecai Ham was a preacher who was invited to preach by a group of farmers in North Carolina. They invited him to come and preach a revival. Mordecai Ham has touched tens of millions of lives across the world by simply being obedient to God and going to North Carolina to preach a revival because in that revival, a young man named Billy Frank Graham came to personal faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. What if Mordecai Ham had not been obedient? His simple act of obedience continues to touch lives today. So the impact of obedience has a ripple effect. And embodied in that promise to Abraham is God's purpose to bring through Abraham the Lord Jesus Christ into the world. Now that's why I told you last week that only from the perspective of eternity will you know the impact of your obedience or lack of it. The call of God always and your response to it always impacts eternity. Your obedience has the potential to bless a family, your family. It has the potential to bless a church, your church. It has the potential to bless a nation, your nation. All the families of the, na- of the earth have the potential of being impacted by your obedience. Look what Uh, happened once Abraham was obedient to the call of God, verses 4 through 7. Now we're looking at what happened. Remember what happened back, as Stephen tells us in Acts chapter 7-2, what happened in Ur of the Chaldees, that land of darkness and death, that land of abject paganism. The Lord, the God of glory, appeared to Abraham, Way back there at Ur of the Chaldees and spoke to him and he didn't do anything. He stayed there until finally, years later, when he was 75 years old, God spoke to him again, didn't say he appeared to him. He spoke to him again and said, I have something I want you to do. I, I told you once and now I'm telling you again. I want you to go. Notice what happens this time. Verse 4. So Abram went forth as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. Now Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took Sarai his wife and Lot his nephew and all their possessions which they accumulated and the persons which they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan. Thus they came to the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land as far as the site of Shechem to the yoke of Mori. Now the Canaanite was... Then in the land. It was a land of abject spiritual darkness and paganism. And when Abraham got there, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. And Abraham did something for the first time he had ever done. And he did it continually from this point on throughout his life. So he built an altar to the Lord who appeared to him there. Now, it was decades before when God appeared to him, but He didn't appear to him again until He was obedient. You know what Jesus said in the New Testament? And I conclude with this. Jesus said this in John chapter 14, verse 21. He who has My commands and obeys them is the one who loves Me. And he who loves Me will be loved by my Father, and I will love Him, and I will manifest myself to Him. If you are not experiencing God in your personal life, in your family life, or in your church, you might examine your obedience. The manifestation of God's presence that you seek requires you to have the faith to follow God. And for some of us, that means there's a decision that you need to make today. God's giving you a second chance. And for some others of you, it might be your last chance to say, okay, God, I'm ready to do what you want me to do. Let's pray together. Lord, please, as we come to this time, I pray that you would stir the hearts of your people to respond. God, speak as clearly as you spoke to Abraham so long ago. In Jesus' name I ask, amen.